thing. So yeah, the or the Genesis. We were we were actually giving plugs. We were, <laughs> we should start over. We should start over, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the X Y Z podcast. Uh, I am the Y. We don't have an X yet. I'm Y. Uh, I'm Eco Lou. And again, you may know me from my, uh, the classes that I owe, classes at Second City, or classes at Annoyance, uh, making music at Moe's, or my my fitness-oriented wait, uh, Instagram <laughs> content at yike.lu. And I'm Zach Goldberger. I'm the Z. I don't do any music, but I do take some classes. Woo! Improv classes. Improv. Improv. <laughs> Uh, I also don't have a weightlifting uh, Instagram. I'm sorry, dude. I have a Twitter <laughs> where I scream about hockey occasionally. There's that. Uh, That's it. Capitals, oh, and right? I'm the Z. Yeah, yeah, Capitals. Capitals. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah man. We won this. last night. Oh, nice. Games. What's this Possible mean? clinching game. Well, yeah. On on Thursday, I'm real. Ooh. Wait, so what's the series at? It's at... Um, Sorry, I keep drinking water. It's at uh, three to one right now. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, the thing is, like Washington sports teams in general have this tendency to just collapse and to always disappoint you right yes. when you think there's. So, like, I'm noticing there's a lot of people on Twitter and stuff who are just oh. like, "Curse is the curse lifted" type thing. There are so many yeah. people who are like, "Oh man!" Like they like like they see it as if it's a done deal. Yeah, actually, this is mostly on Reddit. I feel like, and I'm just no. No, if anything, this is the worst position we could be in. <laughs> I don't know. That's I, I, I'm just happy because, like, we've never had this good a season. Cool. Ever. Cool. So, like, no yeah. matter what, it's good. Oh, yeah. and, Wait, I, and who's the other team, by the way, actually? The Las Vegas Knights. Okay, the Knights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw my friend with a shirt, and I was like, wait, they have a hockey team? Yeah, it's their first ever yeah. season. It's just uh, crazy. It's like a whole meme that it's historic that yeah. they're, you know, great. Oh, and I'm the Z. Did I say that? I don't remember. I think it should be obvious <laughs> by now, though. <laughs> Although, uh, yeah. And I guess, uh, I mean, like, the idea was that, I don't know, if we have a guest, they're the X yeah. Factor or something. <laughs> yes, yes. If we have a guest, we might not ever, in which case it would just become the YZ podcast. You know what? Or it could be, like, whatever we're talking about yeah. the X. That's, yeah. That, you know, yeah, yeah. it's an X Factor. Yeah. It so it could be, be anything. It could really be anything. Damn straight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it could be the sound of... Laundry or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's still. I didn't turn that off. That's right. <laughs> okay, so um, the genesis of this thing is actually uh, we were at one of our friends' shows. Uh, I think that was this was lotions and potions, um, and then we were just hanging out afterwards. And Rick, another one of my friends, our friends who was who actually went to the show but wasn't in 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 the show, he comes up to us and we're just talking. He's like, "Yo, you two are like always going on, <laughs> just like talking." And it's like. I want to see a two-man show. And then we were like, two-man show, yeah! And then we realized that's a lot of work. And we are like, yeah, this is... <laughs> yeah, a lot of pressure. And it's like, we gotta... It's gotta work immediately or something. It's gotta be put on stage. So we are like, huh, let's let's dial back the stakes a little bit and just, like, work on something that's more doable and accessible and uh, allows a lot of do-overs, which we've already done, like, twice. <laughs> we're so, definitely gonna do, like, a fourth... In fifth one at this point, yeah. I already skipped the third do over. Right? Yeah, just skip over that entirely. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's the genesis of this podcast, and I think um, the topics we're mostly going to cover are I uh, just creative stuff. You know, I mean, I think that's where we have our commonalities. Really, is like 
the creative process, media, uh, comedy, drama, music, etc., and like how that uh, shapes our lives, I suppose. Yeah. You know, and we can, well, we can go off the deep end. We can figure out, you know, we can... I mean, we can talk about the Las Vegas Knights occasionally, you know? We can talk about the Las Vegas Golden Knights. I forgot that they're the Golden, oh, they're Golden Knights. Knights. I called yeah. them... The, the you Knights. know what? They yeah. haven't earned the Golden yet. I'm speaking yeah. this as a Goldberger. Yeah. They haven't earned that yet. Yeah, they haven't. No. Yeah. Um, not, not while they're playing my team in hockey, and they got all goony last night. Uh, they, they fought a bunch of people. Oh. They got real angry. Um, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, they were being sore losers. It was great. Uh, oh man, I'm already alienating. Uh, you know, all the billions of fans we're gonna get, all all of the ones from Vegas, from Vegas, alienated. Right yeah, now. all the people that we <laughs> that we would reach. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't. Is there an improv scene in in uh in Las Vegas? I don't know. Is I'm there? Sure, I'm sure there's comedy. Because, is there like a? Yeah. Well, I know yeah. there's. I'm just going to Google this right now, um, just because, why not? Yeah. We had a stand-up comedian come to my college, uh, and he was a Las Vegas-based comedian. Not yeah. like, a, you know, a big one that yeah. has a huge stage with, like, what do you call it, a residency? Um, but, uh, and he sucked. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Going, uh, staring into the skid of alienating all our potential and future Vegas fans. Really? <laughs> Look, I'm sure Vegas is a great place. <laughs> I've never been. Just, but just the improv is not, uh, yeah. Oh, they, they do have a Vegas theater hub. And uh, the title, like, one of the splash page says, There are no mistakes in improv, only unexpected results. They quote, uh, by they, Del they, by Close. Co they quote Del Close, so that's that's a positive. Yeah. So there is stuff there. Cool. You're telling me an improv theater looks up to Del Close. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm How? fucking telling you. How crazy is that? That is <laughs> that is that is off the deep end entirely. <laughs> um, yeah, they have three levels: uh, intro to improv, building blocks of scene work, character games, and performance. Uh, so if you're in Vegas and looking to do improv, do it at Vegas Theater Hub. Theatra Hub. It's not it's not Theater Hub because of the way they color it. Yeah, they color it. Yeah, the uh, the Vegas is in orange. I guess that's orange. It's Vegas Atra the Hub. Yes, yes. The Hub part being in white. Yeah, and I think, I Vegas think Atra in orange. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's technically the Hub. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, their classes might suck. Their classes might be the best ever though. So if you're yeah, in Vegas. Know. And you're hating us, you guys can, uh... Well, they have a show called The Fishbowl. Doesn't The Annoyance do that? I feel like, yeah, there's... Mm. Yeah. Wait, mm. where do you see that? Uh, Go down. Scroll down. Oh, The Fishbowl. Yeah. Look at these motherfuckers just, uh, stealing Chicago style. Yeah, I know. And, uh, oof. Three other Sunday at eight drop-in class. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. We're moving on from... <laughs> We can cut, like, all of this. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to. Okay. There's no way we're going to cut that at this point. <laughs> that, that's been half the podcast, yeah. is just us Googling Las Vegas improv. Yeah, indeed. Um, I don't know. So, like, I think it's appropriate this time. Like, what media have you been consuming this, this past week? Oh, man. Uh, a lot? I, I'm generally... You know, I'm I'm slurping up tent. That sounds disgusting. Uh, I'm slurping up content. You know, content. I was, up I was like, wait, what do you mean by tent? Uh, like, did you did you pitch a tent and just like slurp all the dirt off of it? You? Yes. <laughs> yes. I went camping this weekend and I slurped all. <laughs> uh, I uh, I 
I started watching that show, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Oh, okay. It's got Elijah Wood in it. Did I talk to you about this? You did talk to me about this, okay. but, I don't, but now that I'm remembering, I'm actually... It's like, it's, it's a TV show that's already been canceled, but it's uh, based <laughs> off of a book by Douglas Adams, yeah. famous for Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Whole first season's on Hulu Plus, and uh, it's it's very good. Right, and I remember, I actually it's remember weird. commenting, it was like, is, is Dirt Gently like a play on like a country singer, Dirt Bentley? Does it say that? No, I don't no. think so, but... It totally, we we It sounds like this. it. I mean, we talked about this, and I was like, yeah. is it? But it's not. Apparently, it's not at all. <laughs> I was going to say we went over the fact that his name totally sounds like a male porn star. <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I don't remember that, but that's true, though. Yeah. That's very true. It just, yeah, it's a weird name. But yeah. it's a great show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I strongly recommend it. I don't know. It's, it's uh, what, weird. What about it uh, appeals to you? Oh, man. Just, just the weirdness? I don't know. Uh, I mean, like, Max Landis is involved. I don't know how, to, how I feel about him. He's kind of... Is he problematic? I, he, I think he... I heard something that he's problematic now. I okay. think it's more of... I was just going to say he's written a lot of shit. Okay. Uh, like, oh, a lot yeah. of shit. But he's also written a couple good things. So, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. According to Wikipedia, he is, he is, uh, he is problematic. I'm just going to leave that at that for the moment. Oh. You can Google... It's very... It's very uh, yeah. Yeah. It's quite a... Well, there's lots of people in that show aren't problematic, and they still are good people. Yeah. Um, God, if Elijah Wood ever becomes problematic, that's that's going to be... He's in so many good things, I yeah. feel like. Oh, are you looking up? Yeah, because I don't... It's going to be... Something. I'm pretty sure it's Harry Potter, right? No? No. no what? Frodo. That's Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, no. Oh, that's a... Oh. <laughs> that's like a common mistake. We just lost the rest of our audience. Then again, I mean... Our whole audience was people from Vegas or, and people who care about the difference between a rap clip and Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, that would be tragic because, I mean, I did like Lord of the Rings. I'll say that much. He was also in that show where he, he was friends with, like, he, he was friends with his dog. Uh -huh. Like, he's in weird shit nowadays. Okay. Like, he just pops up, and which I think Daniel Radcliffe also does. Because Ra Daniel Radcliffe was in that movie, uh, Swiss Army Man, okay, where yeah. he's just a corpse that, like, farts or something. I didn't oh, actually that see that is it. really weird. Okay. I saw the first ten minutes, realized that I needed to be in, like, a good mood for it. <laughs> no, because, like, it's, a, it's, it's clearly a good movie. It clearly yeah. requires a certain level of attention from the audience. Yeah. It's, it looks like a weird, you know, it's... Yeah. it's uh, it looks like a cool, weird movie. And Paul Dano's in it. Paul Dano's great. Yeah. I don't know. What media have you been consuming? Uh, I re-watched, um, re-binge-watched the first season of Westworld, and I realized that's Paul Dano. Um, uh, and, I, and, I, and I just, like, it was cool to see how they set up all the reveals later. Yeah. And also the callbacks, because I, I, like, I watched it the first time, but I just don't, didn't remember. Mm -hmm. I mean, all right, I forget, are you on Westworld? I, uh, didn't see the latest episode. Okay. Other than that, I'm caught up. Okay. But I actually also rewatched it, like, a month ago. Yeah. To prepare for the new season. To prepare, yeah. That was a good call. Like, it's a good, yeah. yeah. I mean, first of all, the last season was, like, two years ago. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know about you, but I watched it all as it came out the first time. I did as well, yeah. And I feel like it part. really helps to kind of binge it. I don't yeah. know, watch yeah. it all at once. Yes, I think, like, um, all the references, like, the cross episodes, like, really tie together now, and you actually, like, remember that. Yeah. And also, again, it's got rewatchability because, like, of a, there's enough reveals 
later on. And I guess we'll keep this relatively spoiler free, but there's enough reveals later on that when you rewatch it the first time, you're like, Oh my God, that like, they were hinting at this. Yeah. Like from like the get go. They, they were definitely planting seeds. I think they've already planned like a, a, a end for the series. Yeah. I think it's one of those series where they're like, all right, we know. Yeah. It's like three or five seasons. Or something. I mean, I feel like, like a good sci-fi that has like a theme and like a really a point. Yeah. Or just, I think any media that really has like a point that it wants to make, like has a planned ending. And you might, there might be like room, wiggle room in the middle to extend it. But like the ending's the ending and it's not going to go forever. I think like other shows that I, I would include in that are probably like The Wire is one. And it has, it makes it very. Which I'll get to. I yeah, which you'll get to. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I've been like telling Zach for months. Yeah, so you gotta watch the wire, man. But no, I mean, the, it's like it's got a very specific point that it was trying to make, and it's like you can see it build through the five seasons, and yeah. it's like I don't know if it would make sense for another season because like it made the point, and that was it. And another show that was kind of like, I mean, not so much like that, but is similar is um, Breaking Bad. I mean, at least as the way the creator he was he was talking about it, he mentioned that to him like. I knew this would have an ending and it wouldn't be like seven seasons that yeah. they could only have that, that chemistry. Ha 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 of, um, of Jesse and, and, uh, and Walter for so long. And, and like he planned an ending. That's, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of the yeah. best stuff is sort of, it, it's, you know, they don't, they don't, uh, overstay their welcome. And yeah. They also don't, you know, uh, retread ideas or Too much, you know, yeah. jump the shark, as yeah, you will. Yeah. I don't know. I never finished watching the show, but do you remember the show Sliders? Oh, this is this is a funny story, actually. <laughs> uh, I don't. I never really watched Sliders myself. Yeah. But there was a period, and with my parents, that for some reason they loved the show, and it was like, I think that was like the most they ever tried to like. Americanize themselves. Really? Yeah, like they just they would watch it religiously. I remember this, and they're like, "Sliders is on. We're gonna watch it." I wasn't into it for some reason, and so I didn't watch it. And then later, I mean, like after that show, I think they just gave up, and they they like predominantly watch like Chinese TV now. Is there? Are they watching Chinese sliders sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. I, mean, I don't know what like Chinese television's like. Like what? What's um, I don't know. I mean, they literally get like a satellite feed that like they watch CCTV like four or five or whatever the, the international okay. channel that cool. CCTV is. And there's actually like local channels from China too. I don't know what exactly it's like, but you know, obviously everything and most like 90% of it's in Chinese, it's Chinese programs. I would assume. And yeah. given how relatively state controlled things are, it probably like, I, I just remember the commercials were very much about like traditional Chinese values about like you gotta go home and visit a lot <laughs> that was like they, it, it, you know like those um those videos like that we that you see about like with with animal shelters and there's like really like sweet saccharine music are you telling me they just have like chinese sarah mclaughlin playing over the commercials? essentially that's essentially for for those commercials about like going home to visit your parents that's essentially what happens and it just like these sad little like montages of like older chinese folks just like looking tired and a little bit sad and just going throughout their day. Just like, oh, I miss my child. Yeah, essentially. Oh, man. Essentially, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, that would get me more than the dog. I don't know. 
Dogs. I don't see any of these commercials anymore because I don't have cable. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, man. If they just had, like, a picture of two people who look like my parents, just yeah. sad that they're being empty nesters. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you can do that. I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my point was sliders. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's your <laughs> sliders? Uh, I mean, I just ate some, but. Uh, uh, getting the dad jokes. Uh, I watched like the first season on Netflix yeah. at one point, just cause I don't know. I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, and it was like a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped watching it. Also, speaking of shows that just randomly have a guy from Lord of the Rings in it, uh, the actor who plays Gimli's in it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Before Lord of the Rings. Before. Uh, I forget his name. Jonathan Reese. No, that's a different person. That might be the same person. Uh, yeah, John Reese Davies. Oh, cool. I got it. Um, he's in a lot of shit, man. Like, I remember. I feel like he's in something else that, like, I feel like that was um, video game oriented that I had just seen or something like that. The only video game I've played with him is the Lord of the Rings Return of the King video game on PC. Huh. I don't think there's anything that I specifically. I just. I, the name is so, like. He was in Gargoyles. That's all. I, that's all I saw him. <laughs> I guess I didn't. Uh, yeah, none of these games I'm looking at. Like I remember playing or having him in it, but like he didn't names. even voice the Lord of the Rings games. <laughs> I think, except for Lego Dimensions, where he voiced Gimli. Gimli, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just remember like the name is very distinct, so I feel like I. Just like somebody definitely been in some stuff. Yeah, he played like the uh, professor character in Sliders. Uh, there's a little in the Wikipedia article because I just get bored at work and I read Wikipedia articles. Yes, uh, yeah, I, we all do. It's, it's okay. <laughs> uh, I was reading it for Sliders for some reason because I realized I never finished it. Yeah, and apparently it really jumped the shark and people got really <laughs> angry about it and like the creators of the show have kind of disavowed it because it went through this whole thing and he left the show at one point uh jonathan reese davies because yeah. he was like oh i don't i don't just kill me off i'm, I'm done with this because i think it was <laughs> like the first season was a lot of ooh cool they're going to parallel dimensions and there's all these sci-fi con yeah. concepts and then the last few seasons, the network was just, no, let's make it all action. And they're going to a different world, but that world has dinosaurs because dinosaurs are fun. Yeah. Whereas, like, the first season had episodes where they're like, we're going to a world where penicillin was never invented. And this is what the right. world would be like if penicillin was never invented. Yeah. Which, which is a good sci-fi concept. It's, it's really, a, it's very yeah. interesting sci-fi concept for sure. It's arguably <laughs> less uh, attractive to, like casual viewers maybe they right. oh my god they're see they're doing dinosaurs this week right but it's like at the same time it's like uh i mean it's it's how you start right you should start you kind of should start how you finish it's like when you try to get the other audience yeah that's already been turned off because it's been too hard sci-fi let's say for for the first couple of seasons like you're not going to get them back because they already know the brand you've already established your brand and now yeah. you're just trying now you're just diluting it I think TV might have also been a slightly different before, you know, I mean, obviously it's it slightly different before yes. you could stream it all. Yes. And it was kind of, a, you know, every episode had to be an episode where a casual viewer or almost every episode could be an episode where a casual viewer could just walk in and just be like, oh, I'm into this show now. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's the, yeah, yeah, because you couldn't, you couldn't catch up on the mythos yeah. like you can now. You couldn't it's, serialize the way you do. Yeah. It's yeah. like. It's funny, like now, now that whenever I want to want to check out a show, right? It's like 
I always start from the beginning. Like oh, everybody yeah. does now, yeah. right? Because like there's even, no- even if it's a show that came out before serialization yeah. was really a thing. Yeah. yeah. Because like even even when it was before that even if it was from before that, like there's still elements that are like that tie seasons together. Mm-hmm. Like like Cheers, for example. Like yeah, most of the episodes are standalone, but there is the underlying like storylines of like basically what like uh Dan and Sam and Diane. Yeah. I had to forget. No, and, I, and, and all that stuff going through. I uh, I started that a few months ago. I'm still in season two. I'm going yeah. very slowly. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a slog. Like, it was a slog for me. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. It's yeah. just, like, not a show where I'm, you know... Yeah, it's not... It's not... It doesn't have that propulsion. That, that yeah. like... That clip, you know, like... I, I'm not binge-watching it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm, But, like, I'll watch an episode and I'll think to myself, Hey, this is a really well-written show. Yeah. But I'm definitely watching it from the beginning because... Part of me wants to see, oh, and that's when uh, this Kelsey Grammer and yeah. uh, Woody Harrelson join. Apparently, yeah. Coach dies eventually. Spoiler Coach, alert. Yeah, spoiler. I, I mean, it's... it's I, I only happened. know that because I went on IMDb and the yeah. actor died way before the show ended. <laughs> yeah. Because where I'm at, he's still there. Yeah. Wait, that's his name, right? Yeah, Coach, yeah. It's okay, just, I, I thought I was mixing Coach. him up with a totally different No, it's, it's, you're right. It's definitely Coach. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I remember, like... I I I got into Frasier as a as like a teen ish yeah. in that in that era, and I did, I hadn't realized that that Kelsey Grammer was played Frasier on the previous show, and so it was cool to see that. That's why I started watching Cheers, is because like this is gonna sound way too completionist and just weird, <laughs> but I started to watch Cheers, and then I like an episode in, I just decided no, he started in Cheers, or. What did I say? Oh, he was in Frasier. Yeah. Watch the first episode of Frasier. And I just immediately decided, no, I've got to go to the beginning of Cheers and watch all of Cheers. And then I'm allowed to watch Frasier. So that you know the history. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, And I've talked to people who watch Cheers and Frasier. And they're like, no, don't. No, no, don't. He's a totally different character, even though he's the same character. Character, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, I mean, Frasier's a great show, too. Like. Um, I'm yeah. I'm like I think like I'm season seven. I, I, for me, Cheers is my rowing uh, TV show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's the rower. Got, yeah, I've got a rower. Yeah, I need to get. I used to use those rowing machines in, in yeah. not high school in college uh, occasionally, but especially having one in your living room right by the TV. Man, I could just fucking yeah. I'd just stay there. Well, no, I wouldn't. I'd get worn out in yeah ten minutes. But um. <laughs> I, I, That's cool for me. It just it, the reason like I tend to row while I while watching TV because yeah. like like I get bored of steady state cardio. Oh yeah. So like having TV to watch keeps my mind off the actual cardio, which is just this, just the grind. I mean, that's an obvious. Like I think most people do that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah most that's why they have do. TVs in front of treadmills. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what sane person can just get at a treadmill and just even with a podcast yeah. or music. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm I love running, but, but for me, so much of it is about being outside. Right. Yeah. Uh, I so whenever sure. I do a treadmill, the the only successful times I've been on a treadmill or something like that, you had actually really been. Yeah. yeah. I remember specifically. There's this moment. Or Groundhog Day was on TV, so at the gym, so I had to be on the treadmill oh. because I'm not missing Groundhog. Oh man, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Like I, um, I don't really do running cause it like even being outside is a slog, but like I, I do, if I had my ideal cardio is just longboarding. Yeah. So I would just longboard out and like, that's fun because like it, for me, like jogging is like a steady, like grind of like a little pain, a little pain. And it's like, there's no break unless you decide to take one, obviously. But like the way people jog is kind of like no breaks. Right. So like longboarding is like, you you kick, you push a little bit, then you chill. And then you push a little bit and then you chill. And it's like the chill part where you actually get to enjoy everything around you. Have you ever listened to anything by Lupe Fiasco? Not really. I know there's a, the only... He has that song, Kick Push. Kick Push. It's just about skateboarding. Oh, really? <laughs> I think the lyrics are, kick, push, <laughs> chill. <laughs> I, I could be wrong about the chill part. I know, I mean, obviously kick pushes. Uh, uh, oh no, it's just he kick, so they kick. Push coast. Very close. Okay, there it is. Oh yeah, it's coast. It's been a while since I've heard that song, but I love that song. Yeah. Uh, um, my he, personal favorite skateboarding song that I don't remember the lyrics to. Apparently. Kick push, yeah. Um, uh, I, I remember Lupe Fiasco from like, he, there was a, it was a Street Fighter release. I think the la- latest one, Street Fighter Five. And they had a character who was Lupe Fiasco. No, no, he, he was at the release party. And he got to play against uh, Daigo Umihara. I have no idea. That. He's like the he's probably the most well known um, Street Fighter player in in history. Essentially, he's uh, he's a Japanese. I still player. don't know. Who yeah, he is. He's, a, he's a Japanese player, and like um, he's just uh, he's I think he's called the Beast. The beast. Uh, people call him the Beast. Um, his name looks really cool written out. I'm yeah, just gonna say that it looks beastly, right? It does. It's like, uh, I want to say quotes about him. also the author of The Will to Keep Winning. Yeah. That's... Dude, okay. I, I kind of got into this, like, there's, um, man, I forget the guy's name, but it's like, um, play to win author. Um, I, I, I read this book, oh, David Serlin. He, he, uh, he was a Street Fighter player. He also, like, MIT grad. And I was like, for some reason, I got into game theory. Um, that's not it. Let's see. Are you telling me that, uh... All Street Fighter champions uh, somehow leverage their fame into becoming uh, writers. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, okay. Play styles. I think uh, the Invincible oh, and the wow. Beast. So And the Beast is Dago. Yeah, oh, there's Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, this is a quote about, uh, about Dago. I never thought a player was actually literally psychic before in the supernatural sense, but honestly... Dago scares me. I think he might be. Uh, Are you like really into fighting games and how to, um, and technique? And because I know some people are like really into. I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay. I'm a button masher. Okay, yeah. To a fighting game. I mean, I um, I have like phases where I play fighting games. Like I um, I got really into Smash Melee back in the day. Yeah. And I kind of repicked it up a little bit to like just kill some time essentially in the last like year. But are you? Uh, because I know that's a big one where I've had, had fights with people in real life while we're playing Smash. Oh, really? Yeah. Where I'm talking about how, no, it's all about chaos. And they're just like, no, there's a strategy to this game and I, uh, tons of people play it. Are you like, one of the strategy, oh, yeah, I mean, like, strategy people? Well, so, yeah, yeah. Like I, I know people like see it as a party, party game. Like yeah. Historically, that's what it's been. But there's a huge competitive scene, mm-hmm. which is like they... 
I mean, they like ban items, and they, they like there's oh, yeah. only like five stages that you can play. So like, if you and distill they all it, look like what, whatever that final one is called, the final destination, final destination. Yeah. They're I not all, called the final yeah. solution, which I really. Oh, that's I'm Jewish. I yeah, can say I know this. you can say that. <laughs> I'm like, uh, which I knew was the wrong answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, no, it's final destination. I mean, they're not all flat. They all they. Okay. I mean, they're they're typically like flat center stage, and then a couple of platforms. Like the platforms are like. That's an important part of the meta. Yeah. Which is, which is like, cause. That's what I meant. Are you one of those guys who's into the meta of fighting games? Yeah, I mean, I like, only for Smash really, that's the only one I've like followed, like, mm-hmm. in, in any serious capacity. Yeah. Um, I mean, I enjoy occasionally watching like other, like standard 2D fighting games, like Street Fighter. Um, uh, I like, yeah, like I'll stream Evo. I'll watch the finals, for example. Oh. Cool. Um, but that's about it. I don't really follow it seriously. I played Soul Calibur 2 in college for a while. Again, not competitively, yeah. but like enough to where like I'll play, you know, like one of my friends like that haven't played me before, they'll play and like, okay, yeah, he wins a couple, but then like I, it's whatever it is that I know, like my instinct or whatever, it kicks in and they're like, yeah, I don't want to play against you anymore. <laughs> and then I stopped playing because nobody want to play, play against me. Um, yeah. We definitely had Smash on in my uh, uh, in my frat in college, a lot, yeah. I think, was where we were mostly playing Smash. It yeah. was always on in the house. I remember there was a point my sophomore year where I dreamed. That was when we were playing 64 Smash at yeah. that point, because I think that's the only one we had. Yeah. Uh, but I would dream about, about Smash that we played so often. <laughs> um and that's the point where I realized I should stop playing it. Yeah. But I never got into the meta, but I had friends who were really into the meta. Yeah. And uh, it definitely got to the point where sometimes I would just, I would peace out if they were playing and I wanted to play. Yeah. Because there, there were other years where we had like Melee and other stuff and I wasn't dreaming about Smash anymore. Yeah. I still wanted to play it. Yeah. Because uh, like, yeah, you yeah. play against the series player, it's not like that much fun anymore. Because they're just yeah. like, they're, like, I went to, I actually went to a tournament here in Chicago. I mean, just to see how it was and like have fun, right? But, like, uh, I, like, went 0-2 and, and just, like, that was it. <laughs> uh, like, did, I think I, I took stocks, but I never took a game off anybody. Um, so, and then uh, and then we played friendlies, and I just got, like, mostly got my ass handed to me. And I'm, like, I'm not the worst. Like, I also played some people in friendlies that I, that I destroyed, right? I think, like, Smash Melee is one of those games where the, the distance between... Like, the worst possible player and, like, the best possible player is, like, a factor of, like, over 10,000 or something it's like that. It's insane. so wild. Yeah. It's so insane. It's, yeah. Some people just know... Oh, my God. It, who's your character? Uh, I play... Character? I play... Like, if I were to go randomly play now, I'd probably pick Falco. Falco? Yeah. That's a good pick. Yeah. That's a good pick. What about you? What would you pick? Uh, 64? Yeah. I got really into... And maybe it was because everybody in my house, uh, when we were playing it, had a character. Yeah. I was told this was, like, the worst character yeah. at one point. But I, I got really into Samus for a while. Okay, yeah. Uh, for, the for like, Melee, though? I don't know. I was, was Wolf in that one yet? No. No, Wolf wasn't in Wolf that, was no. first in Brawl. Brawl, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who I'm good at in Melee. Because Samus is different in Melee. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, everybody. Uh, I mean, and not only just because of her, but like also the, the, the meta in general. Was Roy in Melee? Roy was I in Melee, I played Roy yeah. a lot. Roy was... I didn't realize how bad it, he was until I started like following the competitive scene again. Okay. And so I'm playing all the bad characters. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's funny. Like, you know, Melee is one of those games that's so top-heavy that you basically can't be tournament viable if you play anything 
Like, if you don't have, at least have a main in the top five, essentially. Oh, wow. It's like Fox, Falco, Sheik, Marth. And I think, I think that's it. Actually, top four then. Peach. Peach is in there because, like, um. I feel like that's much more specialized than the, the rest. Yeah. But it's also because Peach kind of works because of the meta. Yeah. Because Fox and Falco are, are in there. And, like, at least for Falco, Peach wrecks. Like, if you watch, uh, Armada's the best uh, Peach player for Melee. And, like, like against the casual player like me, he would just, like, grab me, chain throw me, and then kill me. Like, zero to death, like, every single time. Probably would, yeah, it probably would, like, the term is JV5 me. So, like, four stock. JV5? Yeah, so, like, the, the, the um, four stock, you know, the you, you've probably heard of that. I, I vaguely know, yeah. yeah it just like, you I, know, I can envision, I've played enough Smash. It's just like, yeah, you beat somebody and you still have all four stocks. Yes. And, you know, four is the standard number in Melee. JV5 means, like, uh, 0%, no percent added on top of a four stock. So, it's like, the JV part's having 0% on you. So, like, a JV four stock would be having three stocks, winning with three stocks, but having 0% on you. The JV five would be winning with four stocks and then having 0% on you. Okay. It's like, this, it's like the idea of, like, being at 0% as another stock. Oh. Uh, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the winness. Okay. Yeah. So, it's basically just a perfect win. Yeah, it's a perfect, yeah. You haven't touched them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of hip... Pro gaming, meta gamey terms. Uh, terms being thrown my way, yeah. uh, and the way of all our audience members who are not from Vegas because they've turned off. <laughs> but everyone else is still everyone in still for the Smash Cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there's yeah peaches in there, but everybody else like, I mean, there there are like exceptions or like there are matches mm-hmm. where the underdog wins and it wins against one of the so-called gods. In spite of all the odds. Yeah. See what I did there. Uh, you rhymed, rhymed a little bit. I didn't plan that one. You're a poet, oh, and no, you weren't no, even no, sure no, that you were one of those. Yeah. See yeah. I there. It didn't rhyme. It yeah, didn't rhyme. You avoided it. You expected it to you, rhyme. You avoided it. Okay, so, um, oh, yeah. Um, there, there have been exceptions. There's a, they're, like, pretty infamous. Um, Sam is actually... Is, like, a, uh, is a secondary character for one of the people... One of the... Not not exactly god tier mm-hmm. uh, players, but like one like top eight, pretty consistently top eight. The mm-hmm. uh, name is Plup. 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 Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Me and Plup have similar tastes in characters. Yeah. Well, their secondary character is is apparently my main. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he made Samus for a long time. There's a yeah. yeah. He was he he got really good. He made top eight at Evo. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, with I think with Samus. Um. I don't think I made top anything when I was just playing with my friends and asking. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. I, I just remember we I had these hey my my other roommates would play literally all the time. Yeah. To the point where they were probably skipping classes to play Smash. Yeah. Um and I would play a lot uh-huh. and not too too but not enough to, you know, get better. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just remember at one point uh it got so bad that we were playing so much Smash yeah. that uh, this girl who was at our house a lot just came in and I guess she colluded with somebody who didn't want want us playing Smash all the time. And they colluded to steal the game. Not <laughs> to totally steal it from us, but just but to, to hide it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I remember it was a big deal when we figured out where it was. 
and then we still acted like it was hidden and we were missing it. But whenever those people weren't around, we would bring it out and we would play it. Oh man, that's, there was something like that. That's 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 hilarious. Yeah. Uh, this, the reason I got into like more more of the competitive stuff was like my roommate was really good at it. Yeah, he he was um he has some of that like Daigo Yumihara like just like being able to predict what you want to do before even though you don't think he should be able to. I don't think it's like. I don't think he's psychic. I think he just played against newbies, and newbies all have the same tendencies or something. It's he sees the algorithms or whatever. He yeah. sees the patterns and yeah, he predicts. Yeah, yeah. as well for my roommate, Sherlock, Sherlock yeah. Holmes again. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I, I, again, I don't know for Di, for Di, Daigo's case, but certainly for my roommate, he sees like it's probably at least against newer players. Mm-hmm. We we have like similar tendencies or something, and then he knows how to take advantage of that. Um, I think when I got better enough, like we act, it actually became a game where it's like it's like mix mix ups essentially, and trying to trying to fool that prediction. Yeah, yeah. Trying to fuck with the patterns he's used to a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. There's a lot of cool stuff with that, um, yeah. which is interesting. But I, yeah, not that's something to get into right now. <laughs> so where did we? Where did he? Uh, how did we get into Smash? We Dude, wanted, I don't know. We've we been wanted... talking about Smash and fighting, mostly just Smash. Oh for yeah, about, like 10, 15 minutes at this point. I oh yeah, I think so, I think <laughs> I think somehow we were launched into that by John Reese Davies. I don't know. I've just been half looking at whenever you say something I don't understand. We have the filmography open for yeah. Jonathan Reese Davies, and yeah. there's a part of me that's looking over, just thinking, oh, he was in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, so, somehow we got into that from from this. But he what? was in Once Upon a Time, that TV show about fairy tales. Oh, as the Grand uh, Pabby. Grand Pabby. What is what the hell? Do you know what fairy tale the Grand Pabby is from? I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We've been going for forty two minutes. That's a lot. That's a long time. Dang. Yeah. Dang, dang, dang. We, we just, like, generate fucking content. We're generating content. Most of it's about Super Smash Bros. <laughs> yeah, we spent, like, 15 minutes on that. Uh, uh, I used to be really big into Kirby when I was a kid. Kirby and Link. Uh, and then I grew out of it. I don't know. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Why did I bring it back to Smash Bros.? We shouldn't <laughs> talk more about we Smash We should, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, so, Frazier, the, towards the end of the... Towards the end of the, um, of the show, there's an episode... Where, um, you know, like, Frazier's kind of mostly about him trying to date women and failing. Um, there are exceptions, but so this, in this particular episode is about him trying to date a children's book author. Mm-hmm. And the, the children's book author has been playing the same character for 20 years. And so. Wait, is it, do you mean that in real life? The actor who's playing the children's book author. No, 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 no. The, Oh, uh, I thought it was like a detective month situation. No, okay. it was um the, the character, the the children's book author character had been playing the same children's book character for twenty years in universe. So, so you're saying it's like um it's like if Daniel Radcliffe was still being Harry Potter or something or um no if if Harry Potter played a role in a school play for twenty years. Okay. Yeah. I think I get it. I don't get it. The <laughs> no, so like okay so never mind never mind <laughs> no, keep, okay keep keep, ex- story, keep explaining the story, the, the story I'm telling the story so like there's a part I, I forget what the context was but she just yells like Frazier do you know what it's like to play the same character for 20 years and let me guess this is a late episode of Frazier yeah where he where it's it's yeah. a meta joke about how Kelsey Grammer yes. isn't playing 
Yeah, yeah. So you I got, got it. it. You I got, got it. it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did that? Did you see that sketch? Do you watch SNL? A little bit. The uh, Chicago Improv. Oh that, yeah. That's, yeah, that's not what I was going to no. talk about. I, I that's the only one I've seen oh, recently. I I've gotten into the habit where I kind of just watch Saturday Night Live every Sunday morning, just yeah. as ritual now. Okay, yeah. Uh, I just like wake up and watch it. I I'm not like I don't know. I I love the idea of Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. a lot, and I think I think you know there's a lot that I love about it. I feel um, like I feel like it's uh. I feel like I'm missing out on uh, a lot of conversations in, in within the comedy community because every it seems like everybody watches it. Well, it feels like it's sports for comedy fans. Ah, uh, yeah, that's why that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's 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 the NFL of SNL is the NFL of comedy. I don't know, uh, but they had this joke uh, earlier this season where they were doing some sort of game show. It was mm-hmm. one of those, you know. Celebrity Family Feud or something. And I think it was Oscar Celebrity Family Feud. Uh-huh. And they had um, it's somebody playing as Jordan Peele, uh, playing you know because he was he got the Oscar for Get Out, mm-hmm. and the host was Steve Harvey, but played by Keenan Thompson. And he just makes this joke at one point, or he doesn't make uh, Jordan, uh, the guy playing Jordan Peele says something along the lines of like, yeah, you know, I I used to be at Mad TV, and then. I was I was doing Key and Peel, and then I just decided I, I would move on from sketch comedy because you have to do that after a while. And uh, and then Keenan Thompson, you know, has been at SNL for about fifteen years now, longest running SNL mm-hmm. there. Uh, uh, and he did you know all that and Keenan and Kel as a child. Mm-hmm. So he just uh, they just have this moment in the sketch where he just kind of uh, like this meta joke where he just looks up and goes, "Wait." You- Leave sketch comedy? You can do that? <laughs> I don't know. Ke- Keenan Thompson does it so yeah, like yeah. I don't know. Uh Keenan Thompson's brilliant. I got you. I got I got I got the idea at least. He, uh, he's yeah. a solid uh utility player. I don't know. I'm trying to do a sports metaphor <laughs> because now I'm thinking of Saturday Night Live as the as NFL. As but the NFL. uh no, no, no. he's the uh he's the old hand, you know. Yeah. Uh on the team. Yeah. Uh he's he's uh what, is, what 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 am I looking for? He's a great variable in the locker room. I don't know. <laughs> great. What, what's the? I don't I don't pay much attention to sports outside of hockey. So yeah, I can't yeah, really it's okay. It's okay, man. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've kind of like stopped paying that much attention to sports. I mean, I grew up in Texas, so like sports were a much bigger thing. It was high school there. football? Huge. High, pretty huge. Yeah, pretty huge. Yeah. I I mean, I played of all people. That gives you an idea of like the influence of that. Uh, <laughs> I mean. Even where I grew up, like, I mean, football's huge yeah. everywhere to at least a degree that, you know, so many random people play high school football. Yeah. I just remember there were people who I would never have thought of playing yeah. in high school. You definitely seem more the type than a lot of people I know. Who sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's probably, it's probably like I'm into fitness still and everything. It actually, which is makes, it actually came from that period of time. That's good. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it's just. Good, like the value of fitness for me, like is is like periodic reinforcement of the idea that hard work actually pays off. That's like the um, the meta or the uh, metaphysical value of fitness. Obviously, being that fit is, is helpful. Very true. Yeah. yeah, I just like the feeling of oh man, I feel like I've been keeping in shape. That's a mm-hmm. good feeling. Yeah. And looking at yourself in the mirror and thinking, hey, I look a little better. Yeah. Or somebody else. What's even better than that is somebody else coming up to you and saying, hey, hey. 
you're less fat than I remember. <laughs> or that, that's not what they say, but it's, yeah. it's what it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get a lot of, you're looking better. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know. I mean, that, that I haven't gotten that in a, in a little bit. It goes, I, I fluctuate in yeah. fitness yeah. where some weeks I'm really good. And then some weeks I'm some long months. I'm just yeah. not doing well at all and I'm mostly eating out and I'm never exercising. I like I feel like I need a routine because getting back after a couple months, the first week is always so painful. Yeah. That I'm like I if I, I need to just keep doing even just like going once a week. I just need to do something. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I I've been meaning to be a little bit more. I think I'm gonna get a gym membership this summer. Mm-hmm. I should stop saying I think. I'm going to get a gym membership this summer. Uh, and I've, I've decided I'm starting to bike home from work these days, yeah. which I think is good for me. But I'm not eating better. I should be eating better. But I'm definitely not. I had a crawler for breakfast this morning. I don't know what that is. It's like a donut, but less healthy, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, I ate it, and I was like, this tastes less good than a donut. It was a 7-Eleven. Wait, crawler. a crawler? A crawler. It's got... Wait. Creases? Oh, crawler. No, you're just spelling your I Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. What these are. They, to me, they just a donut. Yeah, th- you, that's what I thought. I, I just thought it's a fancy-looking donut. Have you ever heard of the uh, the cronut? That's half croissant, half donut, right? Yeah, have you ever I, had I feel like a crawler has a little bit of croissantiness to it. Uh, I'm not trying to make a comparison, but it reminded me of it, right? Have yeah, you ever yeah. had one? Well, a cronut? No, I have not. I don't think I've had, like, the original cronut. But I, when I lived in New York, there was like, there were like so many variations on the 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 mashup name mm-hmm. that were just like, you know, they were knockoffs of the cronut. And I had some really good ones. There was um the uh, the one I like. I think man, I, I don't remember the names anymore because there's like they're Crodo Dosant. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all like clever puns or clever mashups. But um, the one I liked the most was um, I had them from Treehouse on like Fifty Third and like Second. Oh, the treehouse. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I've never lived in New York. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. Like, I don't expect you to know where it is. I'm yeah. Just, no, I just, case, I, I love doing that bit where somebody says something yeah. uh, very specific. I just love pretending to know what yeah. it is. Um, but yeah, so I, no, I just mentioned it because like in case anybody goes to New York and wants yeah. to try that delicacy. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. Apparently, All our New York listeners are York listeners. listening in. Because they're not Vegas listeners and they haven't... They haven't been alienated yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll alienate you soon enough, New York. (laughs) You and your flat pizza that's very good. I would never insult you. (laughs) (laughs) I, um... Man. I I don't... You stopped me, man. What? I have nothing now. I have nothing. Uh, was I, I was interrupting your thing. About, I've interrupted you, I feel like, on so many tangents. No, no, no. I'm Except just for like, the Super Smash Brothers one. I'm just like, no, I'm just stomped now. I'm uh, like, where, do we, where do we go from here? You're talking about hybrid foods. Where do we go with that where, where do we go now? That's it. Where do we go now? Where do we go now? Who's that? Uh, you know. Where do we go? That's Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except I believe that one has the slash in it. Yeah, that has that has not not the DJ Eshba. Yeah, his name is DJ Eshba, or is he also a DJ? No, his name. Were we DJ talking Eshba. about this on mic? Even I feel like I don't know, but it's fine. <laughs> we are uh, talking about the backup guitarist 
Not the backup. The non non slash guitar. Oh wow. DJ Ashbrook, Guns N' Roses, 2009. He certainly looks like the people I knew in high school who were really into Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Uh, so he, he also looks like he'd be friends with Skrillex. <laughs> um, also, he's in his 40s. He does not look in his 40s. Yeah. He looks 15. I feel. Oh, like now he looks in his 40s. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Kind of looks that's like 2010. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be 40 still. Oh, no, not not quite. He kind of looks like he's trying to be Axl Rose a little bit in there, but you to, know, to not, me, to me, he looks like he's trying to be poisoned in that picture. Actually, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally see that. I feel like uh, is Brett Michaels in Poison? Yeah, right? yeah. He he and Axl Rive have Axl Rive uh, Axl Rose Rive Rive uh, Axl yeah Brett Michaels and Axl Rose have sort of a similar aesthetic going for uh-huh. them. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or at least they did in their heyday. I mean, obviously yeah. now Axl Rose looks. Oh my god! Have you seen pictures of Axl Rose Not recently? Really I can't even describe it. He's just. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. that picture. Yeah, this... right there. Kind of looks like he's just had way too much pizza. He just. Uh, <laughs> he looks like he's. He's not quite given up, but he's on the verge of just completely giving up. He really. It's like flannel, really. He's doing flannel. He he looks like, but he's still got the the bracelets and shit. Yeah, and like the crazy uh, necklaces. And his then what? Look the, at the picture next to him where it's him in his prime. I know. And he's right? just a sexy ass motherfucker. And then the other and picture. The other one. I don't know if I'm gonna call Axl Rose sexy even then. I don't know. But like, I'm. I don't know. But in, in here, he just looks like I. I. He looks like he looks, your uncle who never figured it out. He looks like. Oh, look at those gloves, too. Okay. He's wearing... Oh, my God. He's wearing fingerless... Of course he's wearing fingerless gloves. He looks like Dad Rock. Yeah. He, he's the... Which, I guess, Guns N' Roses kind of. Yeah, yeah. They've got some bangers. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, Dad Rock is more about who listens to it rather yeah. than, like, the music itself. Like, he looks turn, like he listens to it. Yes. He looks... Yeah, that's right. He listens... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> We should probably call it pretty soon. It's yeah, we yeah. like fifty-five minutes. It's a decent. Uh, yeah. w- w- what did we call this pilot? Something pilot episode. Free pilot. Free pilot. Uh, we we got into a lot of shit, man. Yeah. We talked a lot about Smash. We talked a we lot, talked a lot of shit about Vegas. Yeah, and you know what? If any Vegas listeners are still out there, you can suck it. You can suck it. Get out. Just yeah. Yeah. Out of Vegas, actually. Yeah. Yeah, get get out of Vegas. There's more to life than uh, gambling. Yeah, there's more to life than gambling. Also, there's more to Vegas than gambling, but, you know. No, I don't know. I don't know anything about Vegas. It's mostly... But there's a hockey team, and there's soon to be a football team. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I only recently learned it because of this hockey series. Apparently, the Raiders are going there. Oh, that makes a lot of sense, actually. And California now has 18 billion football teams, you know, but... Raiders going there would make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if any team's going to end up there, I guess the Raiders the Raiders. I don't know. I don't follow football. I don't know. Um, the autumn winds a pirate. The autumn winds a pirate. Yeah, this is, is like just... yeah. It's a it's a freaking like it's like an NFL films thing that like oh. it talks about the Raiders and it's you know. Uh, I don't watch enough of these NFL films or whatever. Or even oh. thirty for thirties. I need to get it. Yeah, um, those are good. There, there's a series that I watched. Um, I, I think I watched pretty much all of them. A sports themed poem. Yeah, by, written by former NFL films president. Ooh, yeah, the NFL, the poetry of the NFL. 
Yeah. Like I um so I watched this uh it's a it's a series, it's like a TV series that NFL films produce about it's called America's Game. It's about uh they basically have like three you know, two to four to maybe five people from um each Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. So the each episode is that's dedicated to a specific Super Bowl team. Yeah. Um a Super Bowl year, and they have, you know, a couple of representatives talk about what it was like at the time. And it covers, you know, everything from, like, literally the first one, the, the Packers, all the way through, pr- I, like, last one I saw was probably, I saw that for the uh, the Giants, the, the, the second time they beat the Patriots. Okay. Um, so they have it pretty recently. They probably produce it every year, but, um, I, yeah, I consume a lot of NFL Films content at some point, because they just, they just do a good job. Yeah. Um, and then... I'm just... Because I'm not already, like, not big into sports, the yeah. idea... And I'm trying to be more into documentaries yeah. or whatever. Uh, it's... I just haven't watched any of those. Yeah. I'm trying to watch... Like, I keep hearing 30 for 30s are really good. But yeah, I want to watch are. that. I'm going to watch the O.J. Simpson doc at some point. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, 30 for 30... I don't know. Probably one of the favorite that I liked. One of my favorites out of that is actually... Jordan rides the bus. Jordan rides the bus. That's it's about it's Michael about Jordan. I'm assuming. Yeah, Jordan's okay. uh, time uh, in minor league baseball in between uh, in between the three beats. Do they talk at all about how he only quit basketball because of gambling debts or something? No, they don't talk yeah. about that. They don't. Isn't that they the don't. whole reason? He taught like they, well. I mean, they you know obviously it's a, it's more of a drama a yeah. drama personal drama type thing, and they talk mostly about like how his uh, it was like. Uh, it was what his dad wanted. Mm, was for him to play baseball. Yeah. For him and was this baseball. after his dad died? Yeah, this was okay. right after his dad died. And his dad died because of his gambling debts, right? I have no idea. I don't know. This I don't is know. this is all I, I know about concerned. Michael Jordan is that there's all this conspiracy. Well, no. Okay, I know he's a great basketball player. Yeah. He was on the Wizards, which was my home team. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, he was on the Bulls, where he yeah. actually did good things. Because yeah. I remember specifically going to a game when he was on the Wizards and he sucked. Yeah. But you know. Do you know all about like the conspiracies about how he's I have heard. so into gambling? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's well. I know that he's. It makes sense because he's like he's his personality. Is he just doesn't like to lose. Yeah, and it's like well, gambling. The game's already rigged against you. There's literally nothing you can do except for poker, let's say, or specific games like maybe blackjack or card counting, right? But vast majority of gambling games are set up there where you can't win over the long term. So like he just I can see him just getting mad and just like doubling down and it's like fuck I lost again and doubling down and just like he has that mentality like like this there was a story where they're like the Bulls put like a put a ping pong table in like the club or something, whatever. Yeah. And um he lost a couple of times and he just got so mad that he like just practiced table tennis ping pong for like and he just beat everybody after about after a month. Did you see that movie, Everybody Wants Some, that Richard Linklater movie? No. Oh. My media it's, exposures. It's a real good movie. Uh, like, it's just, it's a relaxing, I don't know. It's, it's. I mean, this is rich, Richard Linklater movies in general, where there's not, like, a huge overarching mm. plot. It's just you're watching people do something in a period of time. Uh-huh. And so this one's about the first weekend of college for uh, basically a uh, 70s or early 80s college baseball team. Uh, okay. And at one point, they're in the baseball house playing uh, ping pong. But they're all in that sports mentality, in that competitive alpha yeah. male yeah. sort of thing. And they talk about that in it, in the in the movie, where 
Um, it's it's so much of the it, so much of it is oh they were the alpha male from their high school or they're so used to winning so when it, when they were playing ping pong it got yeah. real serious <laughs> yeah yeah uh, it's yeah. a good movie um we said we were gonna end this soon yeah we should we should like finishing. yeah is there anything else to talk about with this I think that's about it yeah uh, let's cut it uh right. let's cut it uh for X Y Z uh I'm Zach Goldberger I'm Miko Lou signing off yeah have a great day.